clap. Wait, was that it? <laughs> yeah. I, okay. I clapped right before <laughs> I said it. I like the new <laughs> the new audio effects to the sound effect. So, <laughs> not sure what that was. Ready to go. I think that's jet lag, maybe? Mm, nope. Car lag? Maybe. Wedding lag? Yeah, probably. <laughs> there we go. Weekend lag. Yeah, weekend lag, definitely. Uh, my v- Welcome back. This is episode 125 of We Were Gamers, a podcast about not having any time to do anything because life takes over. And usually... Usually that's a good thing. You know, sometimes you don't have time to play games because you're at your sister's wedding. Yeah. Congratulations to my sister and her new husband and my new brother-in-law. If my voice sounds bad this week, it's because of that. Definitely not because I ate a sandwich this afternoon that had a slightly over-toasted bread and scraped the top of my mouth up a bunch. It's not that. It's definitely from the wedding. I don't understand how that's even possible, right? Like, bread shouldn't be able to cut your mouth. Yeah, it shouldn't. I agree. (laughs) And yet, more than one baguette has filled my gums with pain. Yeah, so I'm definitely blaming it on the wedding. All right. Um, Weddings are good reasons to have rough weekends. Michael, would you like to join JJ and create your own little... Mm. What would the right word be? A pot? Yeah, not a pot. You know, uh, a bubble. A back. A bubble. Yeah, sub bubble <laughs> of uh, of commiseration. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we were we wound up out of town, but in the same place this weekend for an event. Mm-hmm. There might have been a a certain football game. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. As we have season tickets to the Stanford football season yeah. again this year, mm-hmm. yeah, and they were playing uh, the Utes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah was in town, and we have a friend from down here, a coworker of of mine um, and of your wife, Sandy, uh, yep. who's a huge Utah sports fan, all of the Utah sports, um, but is huh. a U of U grad herself, and so. She and her whole family also went up there because her mother-in-law is in the Bay Area, uh, and she joined us for the game, which uh, was not really much of a game. She had a great time. Yes, she had a great time. <laughs> let's uh, let's make a Venn diagram out of this. Michael and I are in one side because we made a bubble, right? And like a bubble yeah. is kind of like a circle. So Michael and I are in one side of, of Bad Weekends this weekend with uh, football. And uh, last weekend, JJ had a little bit of trouble with a vehicle. So mm-hmm. we're going to like Venn diagram Michael in here. Is your car broken again? My car might be broken again. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it started it's never to- ended. This is why we don't play games. Are we cursing this podcast to be forever about like car trouble and bad football scores? It's literally just now we were gamers, a podcast about footballing cars. Dealing, dealing with life problems. Yeah. But yeah, so JJ, it's doing, weirdly, it's doing the same thing it was doing before, but the, some of the symptoms are slightly different. So we were, we had just come down out of the, 
uh, Angeles Forest coming south on the five, uh, back into LA County and in the carpool lane, um, doing probably 70 step on the gas, no response. That's not great. I've yeah. been there and that's not a good place to be. Yeah. Not so, in terms of where know. it is, but like what the car is doing. That's same, same thing as last time threw on the hazards, managed to coast all the way across the, the highway uh, and get it off. There was an exit right there. Um, pulled into a, a gas station parking lot and sat for a second. Uh, gave it probably five minutes, turned it back on, and everything seemed fine. Mm. So kept going, got about six miles down the road. Same thing happened again. So mm. we repeated the process, turned it off, turned it back on. Didn't really even let it sit the second time. Um, and the, that time managed to make it all the way home. Hmm. That's Eesh. concerning for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna make an appointment this week and and get it into the shop. We'll uh we'll see what happens. At some point soon, this is gonna be a new car pot where everyone will have broken down and just gone out and got a new one. Yeah, well, in <laughs> in my house, I am second in line currently for for new cars. So this might be a. I have to I have to hope that it is something reparable. You know, well, sometimes you can... when you put your spouse in the queue. No one really questions them if you skip the line to join them. <laughs> mm. I like you know it. What I mean, right? I like that idea because it then means maybe I don't have to attempt to care for a BMW beyond a hundred thousand miles. <laughs> that would be nice. I think that that's probably a good plan. Well, All right. we'll see what happens. All right. Enough of the what? JJ, you had a new name for it, or somebody did? Leveling up. It was not the adulting minute anymore. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, Michael, I, introduced your new. Title I was listening. I was listening to us last week talk about how we were unsure on the name. Like you did. And it just sort of popped into my head. Hey, this is a podcast about gaming. Why don't we call it Leveling Up instead? That's a good it's kind name. Of like the bloated level up from World of Warcraft, where the levels don't really matter anymore, but you're still getting them. But you only get them when they, the, that is life, decides to give them to you. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. All right. That's the end of leveling up. Let's take a break from game reviews or whether we had time to play stuff this week. Because we all know we didn't. Right? True. True. There's a lot of news that's been happening. And I want to get some uh, just just raw opinions on that news. Sound good? Luckily, we truth. we have tons of time to have opinions. I think we do. Mega Man is getting a live action movie along with Monster Hunter. All right. I'll just say why. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys were thinking it, but why? I think it was more like the Keenan why on my end. I don't know if I'm all, you know. No, I got, I got, no I got your else. reference. Okay, great. Uh, I have no idea, but yeah. I assume it will be just as bad as the Speed Racer movie. Did I hear that Mia Jovovich is attached to the Monster Hunter one? Oh, yes. Definitely you heard that that was true, because I, oh, that's the second part of this headline. <laughs> <laughs> So I Having can run I, out the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah, I can, hey, they I made a lot of those movies, though. 
Yeah. Four, five. Sorry, Michael. No, I was going to say, I can actually see the Monster Hunter one being better than the Mega Man one. Right. For the exact reason that, like, Monster Hunter basically has no, like, overall, quote, lore or whatever. I mean, I'm, people are going to yell at me and tell me that I'm wrong, but, like, no one cares about the lore in Monster Hunter. <laughs> they put up for the gameplay, right? Mega Man, right. there's, like, some lore that people are, would get mad about, right? I would think. Yeah. Oh, sure. If the Buster Cannon doesn't sound right, the whole movie's going to be ruined. Or, like, if he doesn't explode into dots or he doesn't float when he jumps through doors or something. Mm-hmm. And if they use any of the bad guys that have a cannon, there's going to be trouble. Yeah. Or, or trouble. Like if they don't have eight people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Mega Man one just seems... It just makes no sense. What is the what is the even the movie there? <laughs> I don't even get I, it. I was trying to think of that too. Like, what do you what do you make a plot? The nearest thing I could come up with was something like Scott Pilgrim style. Well, maybe, but can I make an argument here? Okay, you tell me how far Please off base do. I am. Yeah, don't we already have two Mega Man movies? No question mark. Explain. Would Tron not be the basis of a Mega Man movie? Essentially. No. Uh Oh, you're, you're saying that you're saying that you set it up so that the gimmick is that you're in a game. Well, Mega the, Man is in side a system. Wait. That's his thing, right? He's like no. fighting viruses and stuff. What? So they they came they come up with that for some of the later games, but no, that's not the original yeah. premise of Mega Man. The premise of Mega Man is that there's Dr. Light and Dr. Wily, and Dr. Wily's evil because the other guy's name is Light, and he go the he creates evil robots, and then they attack the city, and Mega Man saves everyone. That's the that's the Mega Man I know about. I don't know what the one you're talking about is, but maybe it sounds like a better game. I don't know. There's definitely Mega Man games where he's are, like inside are, a computer. There's some of the DS games. Uh, he like they they beam him into the computer. Okay, Isn't you know what the ones with the battle network or something like yeah. that. Okay, you know Maybe what they could do those games. Yeah, that sounds like a way better premise for a movie. Again, though, then we back at Tron. Hey, but Tron was good. Both of them, I like both of them. I Jeff agree. Bridges, uh, yep. Old Jeff Bridges is the right Jeff Bridges to have stuck in a computer simulation because otherwise he makes no sense yes and the dumb cgi jeff bridges in that and that later part of that movie is great because it's inside a computer right yeah like the bad cgi works man i really hope we get replies to that because i know a lot of people hated that movie and i'm willing to defend (laughs) it i thought that movie was pretty good i'm i'm willing to go out on a limb for it and i'm glad that i'm not the only one on this podcast and the music rules oh my god anything look how did daft punk only score one movie like did did people not listen to that and then go oh we should like get them to do every sci-fi movie yeah i i listened to that soundtrack for like over a year and a half after that movie came out it was a staple of uh of some of our rpg nights for sure all right there's not enough to talk about on that yet so we can transition to movie actors movie actors from frozen and toy story 
have been tapped to reprise their roles in the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 3. Including uh, actors such as Haley Joe Osmond. Is, are they saying that Toy Story and Kingdom Hearts are, are Toy Story and Frozen are going to be in Kingdom Hearts? Is that the... That's what it sounds like, yeah. Well, Frozen, they already teased big pieces of it at uh, E3 this year. Oh, did they? It's a good use of money, yeah, they though, did. to be throwing uh, high dollars at those actors to be showing up. Yes, because okay. that game is all about the Disney stuff, essentially. Because okay. if you remember, so I don't know, maybe this is a digression here. Andrew, do you remember when that first Kingdom Hearts game came out? Uh, yeah, I, I... Look, man, I beat it more than times than I'd like to admit on more platforms. Okay, Michael, were <laughs> you a big fan at that time or no? No, I I got into it a little bit later, uh, probably after the second one came out. So I definitely didn't get the first one when it came out, but I saw someone else playing it and I was like, oh, this seems like pretty cool that I got into it a little later. But uh, the way they advertised that game at the time, I remember was like, hey, it's Final Fantasy plus Disney stuff together. Yeah. Yeah, and like you had the Final Fantasy X Disney. You know how everything's X whatever now. Mm-hmm. You know X Disney, something yep. X Disney. Anyway, and yep. that was a bit of a bait and switch because it was basically all Disney stuff with like they took a fine dusting of Final Fantasy on the very top and just like, hey, here's a couple people you know. Okay, bye. Kingdom Hearts one, where the story was followable. <laughs> yeah. And so then, like, you know, from then on, it's basically just been Disney stuff, the game, with, like, an incomprehensible story because Japan or something. Well, there's a serious lack of Disney at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 2, which is one of the biggest complaints about it. Okay. Right. Because there's the... I don't... No, you, you're don't probably spoil, right. Go, like, go for it at this okay. point. Look, that well, game is like, old. You start in the land of the nobodies, right? So there's no... Like, everybody's a, a shade of someone that's not a Disney character. So there's no Disney characters until 25, 30 minutes into the game. I see. Okay. Uh, that's a fair criticism for a game that's basically supposed to be all about Disney stuff. Right. Sure, but that that being the case, that to me seems like even more reason to go out and get some of these recognizable big names from, you know, the Disney All-Star team. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense to me in a game where they're like, oh, look, we have Toy Story. Like, you want the actors for Toy Story in that game. And you want the Frozen people, and you want, you know, the same stuff. You want the license, that version of Let It Go. Like, you don't want a ripoff. All right, well, then, does this also make sense, then? Does this keep in the same vein? Kingdom Hearts 3 opening music theme will be... Penned uh, is the title that I was seeing here, but, you know, written, performed by Hiraku Hiraku Utada, there we go, who's a Japanese pop artist, so that makes some sense, right? And has a history with Kingdom Hearts, because she's the one who did the original song. Simple and Clean. Yeah, that song. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she's going to have a partner on this one, Skrillex. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> That's a hard left. Uh, did you wow. like the drop? Did you like the drop on that one? Well, I hit you with the drop. Sir. It got it dropped me for sure. <laughs> um, thoughts? Okay, I mean, whatever. 
Um, kids like electronic music these days. I don't really know what to say about that. <laughs> I, I remember when Skrillex was popular. I, I'm that old. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any problem with it. Like, yeah, try it. I don't know. Whatever. Let music people sure. make their music, and if it's sure, bad, yeah, yeah. I don't so know. we'll have to wait and see on that one. And uh, routing out, rounding out the Kingdom Hearts news, another Kingdom Hearts anthology following what was it 2.8 the rest of the story or something like that <laughs> uh there's going to be kingdom hearts the story so far collection which collects kingdom hearts 1.5 hd remix kingdom hearts 2.5 hd remix and kingdom hearts 2.8 hd remix yo dog i heard you like bundles so i put bundles in your bundles so that you can <laughs> etc totaling 11 games i believe eight or so of which are playable the rest are all video based it's just so much yeah i mean do you think this is actually a good way to absorb the story i mean for people that have never played any of it you might as well buy it because you could play kingdom hearts one and two in that bundle um and you'll get the hd versions of that game and then i think you get like five other games though right no yeah you definitely do you get, uh, let's see, how many can you name? I've got Dream Drop Distance. Okay. I think there's one uh, called, like, Chains of Memories. Birth by Sleep. There's one with a bunch of numbers divided by two days. 365, 365 over two. N- n- maybe, yeah. That's anyway. all I got. <laughs> there, I know there are more than that, but I don't know what they are. This. Uh, would you play them? Would it matter to you to play them more than like getting Kingdom Hearts one and two? Is it just bonus stuff? It's just it's like it's like special features on a DVD. Who so cares? I guess the question is like, is well, how much are they charging for this? Is this a sixty dollar product? You know, like is this a one full price? It is a PS4 full t- title. Yeah. Okay, if this is a full priced game, I don't know that I'm interested in that because I already own some of those things already, right? Okay. If this is a case where, like, hey, this these games weren't out on the PS4 yet, which is definitely the case for some of those, I suspect, then great, you know, put it out for people. I like the name story so far. That's, like, a way better name than 1.5 HD remix <laughs> yeah, 2. Point- anything they've come up with. Yeah, exactly. Point. What do you mean? It was all a tie. It was all, uh, it was all, what, uh, foreshadowing for Skrillex. Nothing about it was simple or clean. <laughs> see for me the you know if i had the system i'd consider it because i don't actually own any of the games sure. i've pl- I've played several of them but i don't physically own any of them so you know i'm the i'm the kind of person who they would want to target that kind of thing to like oh i know these games are supposed to be good at least some of them i don't have or you know have only played one or maybe two of them um yeah i'd consider buying the bundle would they nab you if they for Black Friday, released the story so far PS4 bundle, and it was uh, Square Enix themed. Or are you just not in? No, not in on the console no, I enough? wouldn't. You, you know where they would get me? They would get me if they dropped the. Uh, we're going to release this on Steam. Yeah, so that was what I was I'd just about like, to abs- ask. Absolutely, like, shut up and take my money. Because if this sure. is a if this is a game that comes out on PS4, there's a lot of games that go from PS4 to Steam eventually. 
Uh, yeah. like those Yakuza games that we talked about a few weeks ago. Final Fantasy 15. Final Fantasy Square 15. Enix game. Uh, no kidding. Square Enix has put stuff out on PC at a decent rate these days. Uh, so if they did the work to bring it to PS4, my understanding is it's definitely possible to do that work to bring it to Steam, uh, you know, without an insane amount of money or time compared with like, you know, PS3 or whatever. It's more work generally. I have seen no outlets reporting that Kingdom Hearts 3 would be headed to PC. Oh, yeah, it would be huge news, I'm sure. Um, But they've, you know, imagine it would be very hard to bring that series over. They would have to go to Disney. They'd have to go to, I'm sure Sony has some say in where that game has come from. But, you know, wouldn't they have to go to those people anyway to get them to put it back out? So if you're already going back out there, you know, do the extra deal and maybe get a new market out of it. I don't know. I mean, obviously, none of us know the business here, but... Hey, look, I'd love that game on Steam. I would rebuy that stuff on Steam, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd be on that in a heartbeat. Well, there you go, Squeenix. You'd, you'd have three sales right there. That's enough to do the port. <laughs> sure. No problem. <laughs> uh, hey, we're on consoles kind of here. Uh, Wall Street Journal reported that the new Nintendo has plans for an updated Switch as early as summer 2019. Yeah, I'm curious to know what that... Uh, what that might mean. Um, I saw one speculation that you might get an improved touchscreen and better battery life out of it. Is yeah. The, I mean, better battery life, always great. It, is this a case where they're going to do like, oh, this is the, this is the, what's the halfway refresh point? Is it, has it been that long? Isn't it only been a couple of years? It just seems this fast. Second year of life. So it would be two and a half years, I think. Hmm. Is that I about like when not, they were I don't doing think it'll the YB two and a half? It'll be right around the two year mark. Hmm. Because mm. like the they're not going to do the like you know new 3ds thing. Hopefully, where it's like, oh, here's one that's more powerful and isn't necessarily backwards compatible. Because I, I think, think that the would new be new 3ds thing would hit yet. That seems a little early. Definitely like um, what was it? DS to DSi. Oh, we added a camera or mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, look, the people use this thing in handheld mode all the time. I'm sure those people would appreciate a bigger battery. So then at that point, do you think they even rebrand it or is it just still the switch and you just buy them and they happen to be the new one now? Yeah, my guess would be it would be the switch switch X or something like that. Not well, maybe not. Maybe well, it's so just this, a small hardware refresh. I don't know. It I mean, might be it more seems like more like a DS refresh to me than a than a PS4 refresh. Yeah, I was gonna go all the way back to the Nintendo 64 when mm-hmm. they put out the um, what was that thing called? The expansion pack. Yeah, it was a uh, was a little red thing you plugged in. Little, front yeah, of the, the little red and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. which they had clearly planned for from the beginning, though, by having that slot. There, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Adding more memory. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine then, in this case, they wouldn't do something like, "Oh, hey, now your Switch has like 200 gigabytes of internal storage now." But instead, they would do something like, you know, "Oh, you have a slightly nicer screen, or yeah. the battery is like 100 milliamp hours bigger, or whatever." I can't imagine they would go storage because they added that expansion slot for storage. Oh, that right, costs yeah. on the consumers, you know. I forget that the Switch still lets you use SD cards like a good system. 
Burn. Nice. Uh, on the Switch, other news coming out of Nintendo today was that they're going to start offering refurbished Switches for that, 20, 25 bucks off. That doesn't surprise me at all because they've been doing that for a while. Refurbished really? systems? Yeah. They were doing that for... I think they've been doing that at least since the Wii. I was going to say, I think the Wii U that I bought was refurbished. Okay. Yeah, I mean, discounts are discounts. Um my understanding, though, is that, like, you know, these are Nintendo refurbished, so it's not going to be, like, Amazon Warehouse or whatever, but, like, the, you know, people send them back to Nintendo, you know, or they get returned for whatever reason, and they go back to Nintendo, and then Nintendo fixes them up and then sells them, you know, after QA or whatever. Yeah, uh, I think they're still under warranty, too, when you do it that way. Yeah, I believe that's the difference than buying it from, like, you know, the used bin in best buy or gamestop or whatever <laughs> is that uh is that enough michael off or is that still uh, wait for black friday and see um i'm gonna say i'm still gonna wait only because i have seen you said 25 bucks off 25 bones smack rolls seen, a whole half of a game i have seen about the same or maybe slightly better discounts uh with promo codes on ebay for new ones my guess is uh, that that is just the, like, that $25 off is their, like, hey, this is the all-the-time price for these ones. So, right. You know, so, you know, that's a, you know, if you're just, if there's no sales going on and you want to switch, that's great. Fair point. I had a question for you guys last episode, and this is a really good place to park it. And I, we didn't get to it. We ran out of time in the component class at the end of the last episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is like component class, extra credit, refurbished stuff, refurbished anything. Um, what's your guys' overall take on that? Because when I came across some sales and some items and things like that, I realized I have definite opinions about when and where I buy refurbished or used equipment or other things and in one of those instances when building a computer i only buy new but mm. uh, a system maybe that comes with warranty like a ps4 or a switch i would totally buy refurbished so i don't know where that line is drawn for me um and how it got drawn that way i guess is what i'm trying to say like i just don't trust you know when i go into uh fries and they say that everything's back in the box or when new egg sends you this repackaged power supply that everything's going to be okay you know what i mean so so during the component class extra credit here pc parts refurbished yay nay computer computers in general or consoles where, where do you guys land on refurbished things well at least in one of the cases you mentioned i absolutely I'm against it 100% of the time, uh, and that is anything at Fry's. <laughs> <laughs> Bad experience? Uh, that pl- and I just don't trust that store uh, because their stocking policies are extremely lax, uh, and if they people return, they have a very generous return policy for you as a consumer, but then they take that and flip it around and say, well, if we can, if people return it, we can then 
and we think it's fine, we can then put it back on the shelf and sell it again as new, uh, which I don't like. Like, they will go so far as to, oh, the, someone opened this, but it was fine. We're going to re-shrink wrap it and put a price tag on it and call it new. Or, you know, like, we subtract $1, uh, which I don't agree with. So, mm-hmm. in that case, that specific case, I'm all against it every single time. But a lot of the other cases, is gray area for sure. Yeah, I think for me, I I tend to shy away from the refurbished stuff, although I would probably put OEM refurbishment on my side of the line. Yeah. I see. Right, okay. so I would trust it a lot more, like like in the case of Nintendo, right? If I'm buying a refurbished Nintendo product from Nintendo, mm-hmm. I'm going to consider that a lot more uh, of a safe purchase than buying from, you know, a third-party vendor. Oh, that's how I buy my uh, Apple laptops is always the year-old refurb models. Sure. Come with full warranties and everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think in any case where any place that you're going to get a full like new warranty on something, you're probably pretty safe. Um, one place where I definitely won't do it, or one part in particular that I definitely won't do it with is video cards. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Only because of the, I don't want to say it's a scourge, but at least the issue uh, with Bitcoin mining and other crypto currency stuff which it turns out really none of the listeners need to know really what that is just that if you (laughs) use a video card to do it you're basically like running your video card like it was a car engine at full throttle for 24 hours a day seven days a week for as long as you can do it and that's just can't be good for the part so in a case where you get one of those as used or refurbished or whatever i don't trust that someone wasn't doing that beforehand Fair points. All right, that's kind of that's kind of where I expected everyone to land. I think that that's a solid guidance, pretty much for anybody. Michael, to clarify, the Nintendo refurbished Wii's or uh, not Wii's? Whoa, don't do that. Don't buy a Wii anymore. Are they still buy selling Wii Wii's? Oh, look, if you want a Wii, that's okay. I'm not going to knock you for it. But go get a Wii U. It's the same thing, but better. Uh. Switches, the refurb switches, they are available through the eBay store, so you could get even more money off if you find one of those codes. Okay. Well, there you go. That uh, seems pretty solid. Let's see, rounding out the news for today, I think it's kind of important that we drop, because we talked about this game quite a bit, and I think it's still a good game, but we have to find out. Two big stories out of CD Projekt Red over there, other than the fact that they're getting sued. Uh, Thronebreaker Price and availability revealed for twenty nine ninety nine end of October. That seems. I mean, I guess it's hard to say how much is in that game. Steep, it feels like, right? It feels a little steep if it's just a card game. Yeah. Game yeah. is estimated to be about thirty hours and story focused. So, like, then I feel slightly less bad, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. That one, that's again where I'm like, I'm interested in that, but I'm so curious as to what it actually is. Cause I feel like they haven't shown much of it really Almost at all. Nothing. Yeah. Um, same news drop or same day, the other side of that coin drop news, the Gwent homecoming rework for the standalone card game is now live 
for testing. So I have no idea what that means. It sounds like they went back to the drawing board to make a completely different game, and now I'm very curious to see what that means. Yeah, I mm, I just don't know you're, if I can get back to Gwent now at this point, right? Yeah, I'm stuck in Magic now, and like I want I want to try Artifact, but that monetization model seems so bad. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I'll be trying Artifact with that. Can you run down the for Michael what the what it means to monetize that game? Because I, I think he'd have an opinion. So yeah, give me a so artifact, right? Uh, if people don't know, is a card game that's coming from Valve. It's Dota two themed. So there's like yeah, we've talked about it once or twice. I think lanes yeah. and creeps and all this stuff. It has a very unique feel from like any other kind of card game that I've seen. Like it is completely. Uh, there's no other card games like it, but. Uh, it is a paid game, so it costs, I think, $20 to get in the door. Uh, you know, multiplayer, right, where you play other people on the internet, all that kind of stuff. Um, and you can, of course, buy card packs. Like, you know, games, like card <laughs> games, right, that sell <laughs> sell cards uh, that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, all the cards that you have are tradable and marketable on the Steam Marketplace. Yep. So hmm. that's Valve getting it both ways on that one. And the uh, you know the Steam Marketplace takes a cut, and now we're in Diablo 3 territory of will it just be inundated with junk? And uh, they have said, and I think you, you know, it makes some amount of sense that there are, you know, rarer versions of cards that will just be straight up stronger than less rare ones. The magic model. I mean, Hearthstone it follows it too to some degree as well. Like it's legendaries are more are stronger than non-legendaries, right? Situationally, yes. Uh, Hearthstone tries to have their cake and eat it too about the uh Oh, everything's, you know, no power creep and they don't do good a very cards good job though. No, bad cards are real. Some of the bad cards are really bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it, magic, the bad cards are bad, but sometimes you can use them to do really silly things. Also, there are some bad cards in magic that are just straight bad. Um, and there are rares that are just like, hey, take this bad card, but like make it cost less and do more things, uh, which is problematic. But. You know, you know that going in, and there's uh, the difference with Magic is there's like 50 different formats you can play the game in, and those bad cards can be useful in some of those formats, right? Sure. Uh, no one knows anything about Artifact, of course, because none of us have played it, and very few people out there have betas, so who knows? Uh, but that just seems a little sleazy, right? Well, to me, it, it seems like at a certain point, if you got enough people playing the game, who's going to be buying the cards that are put on the marketplace? Uh, people that you don't want them just buying packs. Well, I mean, rather than just I, like, is there is there some other mechanic whereby you can do something with cards you don't want? Like, there's the I know you guys have talked sure about the dust, dust mechanic in the past, yeah. Um, but it well, seems like at a certain point, right, there are going to be common cards that are floating around in the pool that everybody has and nobody wants, and so they're just going to put them on the marketplace. Well. Who out there is going to be buying these cards up? Oh, no one. It, it'll just be the same way that, you know, magic cards uh, do, where there's, you know, 
markets out there for people that want to buy magic cards, right? And the way it goes is if you have like a common card, it's essentially worth nothing and you give it away for free to other people because there's no use for it. If people mm-hmm. want to make a janky magic deck full of bad cards, you can do it very easily because the other people at your local game store will give it to you probably because they don't want those cards anyway and they're not helpful in decks, right? Whereas then the rares, you know, they're the more expensive, harder to find cards get, you know, eventually establish some kind of price in a free market type way. Yeah. And lest we forget, you can also make what crystals inside just the standard client in steam. So, uh, let's hope JJ, however, that the steam, uh, artifact cards are not managed through the current steam inventory client. Oh God, please. No. Can you imagine? It would be hundreds of cards on nine by nine pages. So mm-hmm. bad that you have to click through each individual one. Yeah. Ugh. I would rather not. <laughs> hey, if people have uh, thoughts about artifact or refurbished items or suggestions for component class, um, where should they go? Uh, we have an email address, which is podcast at weweregamers.com. Send your questions and stuff there, and we will be happy to read uh, and respond to those. Uh, you can get us at Facebook, which is facebook.com slash weweregamers, and at weweregamers on Instagram and Twitter, uh, where we also will be happy to engage with you, our fine listeners. Leave reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, yeah. Pod King, I don't know, some other app. I'm wherever, sure we're on there. Wherever podcasts are. Do those things. And uh, stick around through this because we always talk fantasy football after in the fantasy edition number four, week number five. I think we skipped it one week. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if we're ready, I don't know about my blockbuster trade, but I did win the week. We'll see. Hey, the W is the W, man. Yeah. I got the dub, and he got a dub thanks to the trade, uh, hey. which we, he would not have gotten without the trade. So see, there so you go. Win-win, man. Yeah, yeah, everybody's happy. A rising tide, something like that. You know? I think that I hit Cam Newton's floor, is what I'm saying. Two TDs, two INTs, that's it? 20 yards rushing? Yeah, that's a that's a slow game for Cam. I think that I have to... I don't know if I filled people in, but I traded this past week uh, for Cam Newton and Sony Michelle. I gave away Odell Beckham, Drew Brees, and Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry made me look smart, and the rest made me look dumb. Mm, I don't know, though. Drew Brees Sony Michelle did quite good this week. He did very well. True. Yes. Um... And I'm playing against a person who played Blake Bortles, uh, which even though I was not watching the game, I found out later had quite a game this week. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But, you know, still put up 20 fantasy points in the league I'm in. So, you know, that's quite a performance considering he threw like four interceptions and had a fumble. Did he really lose the ball four times? Five times? Yes. Still got that many points? Yes, according yep. to these statistics. Oh, my lord. Yeah, it was a crazy game. King of the garbage time, they say. 
which yeah. it counts as just as much as normal time in fantasy. So <laughs> that used to be Philip Rivers' title. Mm-hmm. Might still be. We'll see. Yeah. Although they crushed Oakland, which was unforeseen. You don't really? usually. That you mean just that it was so one-sided? Yeah, I mean it's a division game. Yeah, usually yeah, they true. keep it a little closer. Oakland's offense should be good. They have Marston Lynch, Derek Carr, Jordy Nelson. Maybe Amari Cooper's good. Uh, you know, actually, I have a. Uh, oh, sorry. Continue. No, I was just that's the end of my thought. They, I, you know, they should have been closer. I had a fun occurrence this week uh, in a league again, which I did not notice until uh, this last night, and then yes, this morning, I was tied in a fractional scoring league. <laughs> What? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. How does uh, that happen? Well, and then we got untied later after a stat correction. <laughs> uh, it worked out in my favor, which is why I'm not very angry about it. But uh, the And maybe it was an error in the app or something, but it was showing one player as having zero points when he actually had 1.1. He had like one catch for six yards, and that was it. And it had showed him with a zero. I don't. So I don't know why. The box score may have given the catch to the wrong player, and then uh, they always review the tape to do all the points correctly. Yeah, overnight. Overnight. So. Yeah. So you know, we were we were tied at like a hundred and twenty something point five four or whatever it was, and then you know I woke I was like oh wow crazy we tied unbelievable, and then I woke up this morning oh actually we didn't tie I won by one point whatever. Cool. Yeah, that's fun. I don't think I've had a tie in a fractional scoring league that I've been involved in. I've seen other people tie, but it's pretty rare compared with how common it was back, Andrew, when you and I played in a uh, no-fractional league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think you would tie a lot less in a non-fractional league if you did full-point PPR. How's that working out, Michael? Well, it didn't work out so well for me this week. <laughs> Michael is in a full-point um, PPR. Which I think is insanity. It is insanity, especially because it's an eight-team league. The inflation. James, and what? James White got 14 catches this week? Uh, he had 10 receptions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I uh, I predicted to you guys a thing, and the thing came true. So on uh, shame on me for having two tight ends and not putting it on the the podcast which one should i play uh slight shame so, not great yeah. shame yeah so as a result i um i started jordan reed who got all of 3.1 points this week Ugh. and eric ebron was sitting on my bench with 31.5 points <laughs> i Ouch. lost by about 22 ooh the pain yeah yeah it hurts that's one of yeah, those where like that's doubly tough because that's just a call. Like, it's not obvious that one of those players is better than the other, necessarily. Sure. You have so, to, you have to have a little bit of situational where I was going to say situationally, yeah. if I had, if I had put it together that Ebron's the only person on that team who's caught passes in a game, basically at this point because of injury, <laughs> I probably would have given him the start. Yeah, Literally t- everyone that started that was game out, had right? never caught an NFL pass before. Yeah, T.Y.'s That's out. Um, Marlon Max out. Uh, 
who's uh who starts ahead of Ebron? I'm blinking on the other tight Jack end. Jack Doyle's, Doyle's, out. Doyle's out. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. had Eric Swoop promoted from the pack practice squad. You had Naeem Hines. And, oh, the running back, yeah, at a at a NC State. And two receivers whose names I can't even remember that are still on the waiver wire. Pascal. Pascal. And Ryan. And yeah. um Yeah. Yep. That's that's it. Eric so the only one that was, that was- that was fun, but the other so the some of the other amusing things that happened on my team this week, I decided to hang on to the Cleveland defense for one more week, mm-hmm. which worked out. No they kidding. Scored, what happened to the twelve points? Yikes! Um, the the Cleveland defense has has played some quietly good games, even though they've uh, they've given up some points. They've made up for it in turnovers. I broke a personal rule this past week. Okay. And something that no one should ever do. But I kept two defenses on my roster. Yeah. It, I understand why you did. Chicago. Yep. Chicago. I yeah. feel like there was no good reason to drop Chicago for anybody this past week. And that happened in my league, too. The team that had Chicago sat them on the bench. Yeah. Yep. Uh, actually, there was a... The Denver Broncos. There was someone in my league who dropped Chicago because it was their bye week. Insane. And someone picked them up using waiver wire money for a defense also on insane. like insane. initial waiver clearing. Yeah. How much dollars out of a budget? Uh it was not a lot. It was a one hundred dollar budget and I think he paid six bucks or something, which mm-hmm. isn't a lot, that's, but that's, that's a lot for a defense. For a defense. Defenses yeah. go for a dollar at most in yeah. at least I in that league. Three to try and get ahead of people paying a dollar. Yeah. yeah. I, I I think I bid a dollar. Um I got outbid by someone who bid two and then the guy who bid uh seven or six was up there so by yeah, himself. One with three. I'm saying Can't well you would have lost to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, there are people in my league who bid like $34 on a backup running back too. So, you know, that league is a little, a people little are zealous. <laughs> yeah. That guy had a good feeling about that guy, which I mean, eventually turned out to be good because the other guy that ended up being the starter got hurt. And now that guy is the guy. So, um, but he didn't know that at the time. <laughs> so, uh, uh, a word on kickers. Mason Crosby. Uh, yeah, I have to yeah, drop guess, him and find someone else this week. Guess who Guess who I picked up this week in a league where we lose a point for missed kicks? Mason Crosby. <laughs> oh, no. Did I hit the yeah. same note? I tried. Mason, Mason Crosby, <laughs> zero points. I've been quietly sitting here with Tennessee's kicker, Ryan Suckup, mm-hmm. all season. Um, he's never ranked in the kicker category. He's always passed to, like, top. 20 or whatever they actually rank out to. I've never seen him on there. And he's kicker number four this year so far. Kickers are uh, one of those positions that quietly get you a lot of points if you have ones that score a lot. And really, no one pays any attention to, I feel like. I really do. I think we've talked about this before, but I really do believe people have to not think about, like, well, the Falcons get nine touchdowns. Like You don't want the teams that get nine touchdowns. You want the teams no. that are yep. great at getting to the red zone and then suck. And yep. stalling out. Yep, they don't have that red zone weapon. Which, you know, would be Mason Crosby most weeks. Sure. Hold on. Mason Crosby. Like, there we go. I nailed it that time. Uh, five missed kicks in a game? 
four field goals and a PAT. How do you not get fired the next day? When your team, if you'd hit all those, when your team would have won, if you'd hit them all. Well, you know, they, the interesting thing was that they sent him out for the last one, the 50 some yarder, which he knocked through. Speaking of 50 some yarders. Speaking of 60 some yarders. I want to pipe in that Mexico announcers call. It was it Mexico or just Spanish language? Uh, it was the it was the SAP broadcast. Okay. I think of the. I didn't know where it was from. Graham Gano of that field. Yeah. 63 yards? 63 yards ties a uh, ties a Panthers franchise record. Whew. Whew. Kick that in the humid weather, Carolina. Yeah, I saw a real cool uh a post that the Panthers retweeted from Graham Gano today where he has a um he has a T signed by Tom Dempsey who oh, he cool. watched back yeah. in the day kick a 63-yard game winner. He watched replays of it as a kid thinking, you know, I want to do that one day. And he put yesterday's game-winning ball onto the tee that he has signed by Dempsey. Very cool. Nice. As a Panthers fan watching that last game, did you uh, have concerns that coming off of a bye they looked like that? Because it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely was not, uh, it was not their best effort. And I'm not, uh, you know, I, we were driving during the game, so I didn't really get to see much of it. Um, but reading a little bit about the game in the wake of it, it just sounded like they were missing a little something. Um, they've got, you know, they, they brought in some help on the defensive side of the ball. Um, which should, I think we'll help them turn some things around, but you know we will see. All right. Well, as uh, stink. as <laughs> Bill, Bill Belichick says, on to week six. You know, or week five. What week is it? Next week is week six. six. Yeah. On, on to week, week six. six. Yeah. So where are we sitting? I've got uh, four and one. Yeah. Uh, three and two for me. I'm doing pretty well in my work leagues. I'll be four and one after this. And then in the uh, the other one, I'm going to be three and two. Sitting on decent records, sounds like. Well, we'll check in with it next week, and until then. Me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was supposed to chime in there. Oh, yeah. yeah that was good. <laughs> uh, I worked out.